Yes, 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 yes. It's the Control Chaos Show, episode 80. Mm. 80 of them. 80. 80 episodes. Who would have thunk it? I certainly did not. Well, here we are, nonetheless. I am Cash Walker here with Jamel the Man Farmer. What up, what up? Yes, yes. We got a great show for you guys coming today. Action-packed, fully loaded. As you can see, by now, I got a little bit of technical difficulties going. My camera on my computer. I want to act a fool today. And I need my phone to do the show. So I can't use that for do my Zoom. <laughs> so here we are. You guys can stare at my beautiful face, that nice thumbnail right there that I left up there for you with me swagging it out, head tilted to the side, looking like a big old drip. <laughs> looking like a big old drip. Yes, sir. Uh-oh, I lost my headphone. Oh, I got them back. Can everybody still hear me? See, I'm having mad technical difficulties, yo. Jamal, what's going on with you, man? All right, not much, man. I'm all right, man. How are you? How's your weekend? Yo, the weekend was great until about 9.30 last night. I had a, I had a little spoiler that came along in the name of Trey Young. <laughs> he came through and spoiled my night. Trey Sizzle. <laughs> and I called it, too. I'm sitting on the couch. Yo, I'm sitting on the couch with my son. I see he got the ball. I said, man, watch. Trey, <laughs> yeah, I said Trey about to give him something. He's an inspiration. Yo, yeah, man. I they, they play a similar similar style yeah. game. Like your yeah. son plays that far away from the basket, really, really herky jerky kind of dribble. Like if, I should be deep range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that's yo. That's very well. Steph Curry effect. Yeah, yeah. Passes the ball very well. Yeah, a dude Passer. on Twitter last night said, Passer. "A dude, yeah, that's good." A dude last night said, "Uh, I, on Twitter." He was like, Trey Young's game is so horrible to watch. And I was like, dude, no, it's not. I was like, <laughs> this game is actually like fire to watch. Last year, what well, you could say it was it was bad to watch because he didn't pass. And his teammates even hated him. They were like, he don't share the ball. All he does is jack up shots all night. But now but he's, but he's the guy though. He oops all day. Like he's the most deadly pick and roll player, I think, in the whole NBA right now. No, no, no. Somebody's better that, than him on the pick and roll. Then that person wasn't watching it with LeBron is, but that person no, no actually, not. I don't know if I'll say LeBron, but that person wasn't watching it because um that dude was like top five in assists last year. That's what I'm saying. But it, you know what it was? Because he's a high volume ball, like he, he always has the ball. So he's he, you know, like standing he, around, but now everybody's involved with their offense. Yeah. They just gotta have their hands full, man. But but that's what happens when you're the man on the team. You're gonna have the ball in your hands the most of the time. Yeah, so, and he's the point guard on top of that. Yeah, and he's the point guard. You know, LeBron's like the point guard. He got the ball in his hands more all than the time. Top it's, like, five, it's almost as if he doesn't. He yeah, doesn't top, even need a point guard. He's top five in the league as far as having the ball. The ball shit uh, in his hands. Yeah, you got Giannis, who's not a like point usage, guard. Usage, yeah. Yeah, you got usage right. Yeah, you got you know James Harden like. Like Trey Young is like I think was number two, but still like yeah. he still, still averaged like nine dimes last year. That's what I'm saying. Dude be out here just giving distributed year, all night. Yeah. This and, year know, he, he got Clint Capella looking like an all-time great center out here. He just yeah, catching lives all has night. Since James John Harden, Collins, but. he got his boy John Collins about to get paid because he has such a good year this year. Yep, yep. So I mean everybody should love him. Yeah, he's the he's the only point. I'm mean, not the only point. He's the only person to have 25 points and average 10 10 assists. That's crazy. Yeah, in the league this year. Yeah, man, came through came through MSG last night. Spoiled the party. 15,000 strong. He shushed the whole crowd. Shushed yeah. the whole garden. So yeah, dude, man. Look, yo, the I garden was going crazy. It's one. Yeah, it was it was loud. You know what? It's beautiful to see 
people back in the arenas again, man, and and, lar- and like large crowds. It, it was it was really dope to see, and uh, all all over the sports world, all over the sports world. So you Knicks fans, I, yo, I saw y'all make me laugh, man. Y'all did it yourselves. No, we y'all, didn't. Who, yo, it's who in the hollering, cussing him out, talking about his thin baby hair. Yeah, well, that's what he got. So he had to do it to y'all. He said, I, he said, y'all quiet now. <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah. Said, then he said, Fur. <laughs> <laughs> Ice tray. He said, he said, it's cold in here. My boy, Ice tray. <laughs> Yo, I was like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. He, has a, he has an enormous amount of killer. swagger. We got to have to hold him. We have to get him under control, and they can. The Knicks beat them all season this year with yeah. him in the lineup. Three times, right? Yeah. So we'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be all right. I have all the faith. And then let's see. Like, I mean, they won by two, bro. Julius Randle had the worst game of his entire season. Yeah, he, he didn't have a good game. Yo, Trey didn't have a good game up until about the fourth quarter. No, Trey was having a good game. You know what it was about him is that his, he, oh, shoot, yo, he, he was seven for 20 until the fourth quarter. He yeah, he took he took two. over in the fourth quarter. He, he, went, he went to work in the fourth. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. But you know what? We're going to be fine. Anyway, let's get into the show. I'm going to jump right into it. Express yourself. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Express yourself. Now, uh, Kwame Brown. <laughs> I mean, Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. He <laughs> shook up the internet last week. Um, I love it. it. Apparently, he wants all the smoke with the all hosts, with the hosts of the All the Smoke podcast, Bad Barnes and Stephen Jackson, also former NBA players. Now, Kwame Brown in t- 2001, for those who don't know, was the number one overall pick, famously yet infamously selected by Michael Jordan, who at the time who was the team's, uh, I think he was president of basketball operations or general manager. No, he wasn't general manager. Uh, he, he, he was the play. He was a player. He, oh, was he on the team still? Wait, two thousand one. Yeah, it was the it, no, yeah, it was his first year, right? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, he got drafted to uh, the Wizards. Was, he was, was a player. He was, was like a. Yeah, I think Jordan was playing. Yeah, it was like his last year, right? It was his last year. Yeah, 2001 is when Kwame got drafted. Yeah, but uh, yo, I mean, listen, he he he. These guys went on there and on the on the All the Smoke podcast. Uh, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes again, both former NBA players, played with uh some with and some against Kwame throughout his whole career. They uh they had Genie Bus, the Los Angeles Lakers team owner, on their show. Talking about a trade that involved Kwame, mm-hmm. and he got paid, and, they, and he got paid, and, the, and but these dudes were on there, kind of throwing some snaps, like you know, unsolicited snaps, and also trying to set Genie up. It seemed to to be burning down Kwame as well. Kwame took to Twitter and Instagram Live to defend his name, and he certainly did so. You can find the videos anywhere on Google by just simply typing in Kwame Brown and you will find them. Uh, I wanted to express myself about this because I saw this morning that Charlemagne, the God who also poured in the fun last week, because everybody was pouring in on the fun because Mm -hmm. when you dump on somebody and one guy gets it going in this internet culture that we have going today, they pour it on. But Charlemagne being a lot, you know, uh, a very popular figure at a large media publication apologized for his comments. 
he didn't he he didn't fall back and say like I can't change what I said. I can't, you know, but he did apologize for what he did, which is something that you cannot say about most people when they fuck up in the media business. And when yeah, they but, not, but but he was sending a season dismiss order to 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 Kwame Brown's old attorney to try to sue him. Yeah, yeah, yo, but that so that's what I'm saying. Uh, and this 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 is what gets me tight. Like yo, these dudes, man, y'all 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 trash a dude, y'all belittle a dude uh, above basketball sometimes. And then when the he this dude, this man Kwame Brown ain't say nothing to nobody for twelve unsolicited years. Yo, he has been out of the league since twenty thirteen or twenty yeah twenty twenty fourteen was his last year. He doesn't. He hasn't said nothing for like twelve years, almost zero in the league. He barely spoke to the media. People would bash him all the time. He did not say nothing. I'm okay with it. There's some stuff I don't agree with, but for the most part, um, I'm I'm glad he's going at dudes. And he he has he has his stuff. He has his ducks lined up in a row. He got his information. It was like he was just your mommy and myself. He was just writing and had everything planned. So when everything dropped, I got everything for everybody. Um, but this dude Charlemagne, who, who, who you know, I, I came to like Charlemagne. You know, um, yeah, I like I, him. I respect him. As, I wasn't as, all as, the way as a, member, as a journalist. Yeah, I wasn't all the way, you know, thrilled on Charlemagne, but I came to, you know, to, to, to you know, honor some of the stuff he does. But you talked about this man's family. You brought up his dad's, everybody, his mom, life, his mom, his brothers, and their history. That's some deep, deep history that you just don't talk about. Ben, and, and and that's the thing, they're from the same area. Of yeah, same area. He's from. And, they're they're both from South Carolina. So I just want to make sure that the listeners have the yeah, context. Yeah. Of like why Charlemagne would even know about this stuff? They come he, from the same neighborhood. He's telling he's telling Matt Barnes and them, Matt Barnes and them to leave Kwame Brown alone. Kwame Brown alone. But at the same time, he's talking about his family. Yeah. Serious stuff. Whether it's in the public, whether you can look up the search search it on Google, or whatever, or you or you can't. What you brought up was was no, you don't do that. So the minute this man Kwame Brown, Kwame Brown, goes back <coughs> at you, now you want to send a season dismiss to try to get to sue him for 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 saying something that he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have said. Yeah. So what what about the stuff that you said about him and his family? That's what I'm saying. It's and like this, yo, when you this, back this, a guy into a corner like that at times, yo, and that's and I, I was that. saying this, I was saying this also when we talked about this, like when it happened, I, um, you know, on Heat Check that I'll be doing with Janelle and and and, and Sean. You know, so I, I was saying on there, like, yo, when you back a man into a corner and, like, you, you question a man's manhood, they're not talking about him as a basketball player specifically. Like, they're talking about, like, him as a person, like, and just com- and, and then constantly coming for him. Like, you don't know. You have no idea what he put in to the game. Like, yo, maybe his career wasn't the best. The best. His numbers they weren't the best, but he always grew up and, wanting and, to play and, NBA and, basketball. He made it to that dream and he worked mad hard for that. So when you're shitting on that, it yeah. has to, it makes you like, yeah. Book, Cash, he explained all that. He explained the why and what we do in our society is we don't care about the why. We want to follow the majority in the narrative. And this is one thing that I always say on Facebook and people laugh at me for it. And I'm glad this happens. This is a prime example of what, I'm, what, I, what I say. We follow the narrative of the majority and we run with it. Run with it without finding out any context of any of the rest of it. He gave a great example of the why, which is why he didn't perform. You can't perform when they wanted you traded and they would not give you the ball. 
you were playing with MJ or you were playing with three other stars that would take 20 shots. So, of course, you're not going to have your opportunity. Nobody yeah. cares about the why because they just want to sit here and say, oh, you weren't good enough. Well, the why does matter at times, too. Yeah. And, and, and I did some I did some I did some stat check in. Right. Sure. Um, and this is just to back up Kwame Brown. Um, I'm going I'm to list. What you would call it? I looked at the numbers too. I want. I want. I want so for a career. I'm not going to say who's career who. Career numbers, yeah. For career, 22 minutes, 6.6 points, 5.5 rebounds. Uh, one of the three that's part of all the smoke um, cast. I'm putting all all of them in there. Um, at the same time, I'm not going to say who's who. 23.6 minutes, so almost 24 minutes. 8.2 point or 8 points, 4.6 rebounds. Um, and then another person is. 32 minutes, so basically 10 more minutes than the other two, 15 points and four rebounds a game. Uh, I don't know about you, Cash, but to me, those sound relatively close. Yeah, those aren't crazy. Like, it was like guess for, what? For them to be talking like that. For them to be talking. They better have – yeah, they should be averaging 21, they yeah. 18 and 7, but they averaged 8, 6. They were the same yeah. – like, I mean, they only added so, a few more points than Kwame did on his career. So Kwame, so, and, and they both played on like a thousand teams. Yeah, between the two so, of them, <laughs> and, and they and they were like, and they got more burn. So yeah. Kwame, so Kwame Brown got the less burn on all of them. So he was the one at the twenty-two minutes. Yep, he had twenty-two minutes, seven points, and five point five, basically six rebounds. Matt yeah. Barnes, who played twenty-three minutes, had eight points, one point more than Kwame Brown, uh -huh. and had like what I say, like. Four rebounds, 4.5, four rebounds. Guess exactly. what? Kwame Brown had more rebounds than you. Thank you. Yeah. He played more minutes. Yeah. Steven Jackson, he had 15 points, but he played 10 more minutes. And he jacked, too. He and and he jacked up. a lot. He jacked he a lot shot. of shots. He, he was in shot. for offense, you know yes. what I mean? To be yes. like an irritant on defense. Yes. So, and he had 15 points with getting 10 more minutes, and he only averaged four rebounds a game. So, yeah. Kwame Brown averaged more rebounds than you. And these guys are both 6'7", 6'8", six, six, oh, like stack yeah. is tall. Then yeah. Kwame six eleven. Yes, and these guys are like you know what so, I mean. That, that was my only thing that I thought it was kind of corny because I was oh, like, yo, so, I love their podcast too. I want to say that you, you, you. I recommend everybody listen or watch all the smoke. I feel like I, I feel like I was one of the first one to play by on that. Yeah, yo, it's a great podcast. These dudes are mad funny. They got great stories. They get great guests. And then, then, for, yo, for a minute, I did think they was being real, but Kwame Brown is, is opening up another another can. Yeah. Yo, he's getting at him, and I'm yeah, like, yo. that was corny for them to like oh. try to unsolicited, like unsolicited, you know, a burn of this dude just burning him down yeah. when they weren't even that much more nice than him. Like, and, nice. and I and I'm telling you, there'll be better than there him. will be basketball heads who will hear this clip right here of, that when we put it out, and they'll say, y'all crazy, Kwame. Yeah. Garbage. Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson was way better. They don't the care about the, the why. Right there. Yeah, the numbers they were right there. About the why. But listen, Kwame Brown, and this is my thing, because everybody laughs at me, but they, oh, Jamal, you're crazy. No, because I look at everything. Right. Kwame Brown averaged seven and six. When he played with the Washington Wizards, he had Antoine Jameson, Gilbert yep. Arenas. Jackers. And, and, and Deshaun Stevenson. And Javaris Critton and all these guys. Like, yo, all yo, these guys that shoot. Where, where's he going to get the ball at? Yeah, Gilbert where's Arenas was taking 26 at? shots a game. That's playing 40 minutes a game. Exactly. So Taking all the shots, all the minutes. Every time you're on the court, you're on the court with a dude who's shooting in 11 possessions in a quarter. This guy's shooting eight out of those 11 possessions. He's taking the shot or yeah. going to the foul line. So where yeah. is this stand? Where does he get the ball? He's in the, that's what, his points was probably all off offensive rebounds. 
<laughs> exactly. He got, he, his biggest numbers was rebounds. Probably offensive. He gets it and puts it back up for a layup. That's where he gets his, his seven points. His rookie year, what you call him? Jordan didn't want him playing with him. And he only played 15 minutes his yeah. rookie year. He only played 22 minutes his second year. And that's, yo, that was another interesting thing about it, about this whole thing that he brought up too when he was explaining the why. He brought up how, like, yo, what am I supposed to say to Michael Jordan? I can't go to ownership and be like, Michael Jordan is like a toxic individual. And I can't play with out. this guy. And I me out. And I, I'm 19 years old, fresh out of high school, shy kid from South Carolina, playing with the greatest basketball player ever. This is Kobe before he was Kobe, LeBron before he got there. So, you know what I'm saying? This is at a time where Michael Jordan is literally running the NBA. Yeah, literally. To the point where he was playing and an executive. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he, was he, was doing he, both. he could do whatever he want. But our society, before him our, was like Bill Russell. Our society don't care about the why, man. We get in the, we get caught in following the narrative and the majority, man. We get caught in that. And it's a shame. Because now, true. look, overall, my, my express. My expression, you express yourself for this segment overall is I don't like the back and forth between th these brothers. But at the end of the day, I, there's some stuff I don't agree with, but I really love how Kwame's giving them facts, yeah. telling them off, telling them how yeah. they are breaking down, you know, young minority Afri African-American men and women, you know. Yeah, um, by doing so, that. And especially um, oh, as hard as it is to make it out of yeah. the neighborhoods and out of them situations, to be burning down a brother who... You know what I mean? Made it from a very bad situation in, you know, that he grew up in South Carolina to the NBA, made more than $10 million, made $65 million yeah. in his career. So, and that's the other Changed thing. the trajectory of his whole no, family. That's the other thing, Cash. And he said this too. If I stink so bad, like y'all say I am, this bust I am, how did I play 12 years? <laughs> exactly. You don't play 12 years. On a good team. Played with Kobe Bryant. You played 60, you got 65 million. For someone that's a bust, they shouldn't get $65 million for their career and play 12 years. Yeah, 12 years for mad different teams. Like, there were teams, a lot of teams are guilty of thinking Kwame Brown was good enough to play basketball for And he probably was. He just never got his fair shot like a lot of that's people. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that, that was my point. That was my point. Like, that, we're, we're, we're so smart. Us as fans and us as people who are talking heads, we're so smart that we know more than NBA teams know. Like, they're so stupid that they would just keep signing Kwame Brown, giving him millions of dollars yeah. when he can't freaking play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's, that, that's why for me, and I get laughed at a lot when, we talk, when I debate sports, because guess what? I listen to the players. <laughs> Always, right? Like, I, I listen trust to the, the player players more than anything. I, I'm like, gonna, yo, that's why when I have the arguments about anybody in any sport, <laughs> when they try to talk about dudes who say, oh, this guy is whatever, like, yo, not for nothing. With my boy Carmelo Anthony, yo, in basketball, players <laughs> say he's the hardest person I ever had to guard. Kobe yeah. Bryant, rest his soul, said it's the hardest person I ever had to guard. He's yeah. like a bull. You know yeah. what I mean? And, but dudes, but, oh, players in the league that played with yeah. Play Players in the league that played with him and now and LeBron and these other great players said Kobe Bryant's the GOAT. More players that had nothing to lose and had nothing to prove. Because yeah. some players say LeBron or, or some players say uh, 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 Kawhi Leonard or whatever because there's, there's politics involved. Right, right. But some players that had nothing to lose say Kobe Bryant was number one. Hands down. Facts. Facts. Hands All down. right, man. Let's push on yeah. to uh... – yeah, let's, let's do this. Yeah, let's do what's popping. Let's do this. We're gonna, we're gonna base a great segment. We'll talk a little yeah. bit more yeah. about that a little bit when we get to stay woke. But for now, let's talk about the news. What's popping? Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> 
Yo, so shout to the boy Jermaine Cole, <laughs> rapper J. Cole, realized a lifelong dream of playing professional basketball. He is, is he going by J. Cole in the league or Jermaine? I think he's going by Jermaine. He's going to be going by his, his government name. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of his games already, he's, I think he's played two games. Uh, he didn't score, but he did have a block. It was all over Twitter. It was on NBA TV. I think they're going to be televising his games. Um, you know, throughout the duration, he's playing in a league in Rwanda. That's in Africa for those who don't know their geography. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's playing on a pro basketball team out there. So yeah, no, it's not the NBA, but this dude is 35, and he's just yo. It, it's it's truly incredible to see what this guy is accomplishing right now out there. So he had, in uh, in, in, oh excuse me. Uh, in his in the second game, in the first game he had no points. In the second game, well, he had one point he had nine. <clears throat> Excuse me, in thirty minutes of in a, a loss, he had uh, no points. But he mm. had on Saturday, he had nine points. Mm. Yeah, you know, so he's he's doing his thing. This is what I would say. I'm, I'm glad he's able to reach his dreams. Um, or excuse and, me, he had three points. My bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's able to reach his dreams and do fulfill. You know his dreams and goals. It shows, you know, when you have money, some type of power, some type of recognition, what you can do. Because I, I feel, I do feel bad for players that are better than him that don't get that shot. Absolutely, um, but yo, overall, he really worked hard. Yeah, yeah, but overall, to, to that's not. His, yeah, overall, that's not his fault. Yeah. Um, he's just taking advantage of his opportunities, and I'm not mad. You at know him. what it is? He's rich, and he worked out with uh, – he's been working out for, like, two years with the, he, the well, trainer, he, Chris Brinkley, the dude who trained yeah. Carmelo. He, he trained Julius oh, Randle. Oh. He trained Ju- uh, D'Angelo Russell. He trains all these guys and gets all these guys into better shape and helps restructure their games. And this dude, yo, he wasn't even, like, dunking like that. Now he's he was able to increase his vertical. Like, yo, it's like – it's him. Yeah, he, like he's the ball with these other professionals. He was balling with other pros, like running in pickups with other pros in, in the NBA and holding his own, hitting open shots and stuff like. That. I mean, so yeah, the sky, the, the sky's obviously the limit for what he can do out there. But I'm just really happy to see that a dude, 35, my age, you know what I'm saying, is out here. And from from what I hear, he came out with a fire album. Yeah, that too. Very a very classic good. album. Very, very good. It's a classic. Make sure y'all go listen to it at the office. I went, I went to go listen to a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, it's very good. It was, it was tough. <laughs> like, it was, hard, it was hard to listen to. It's um, very good. But from what I heard, um, it was good. Yes, absolutely. All right, moving on. I can see it was. It was Shout out to J. Cole. Hopefully, he comes back home with a basketball Africa League championship to put on his mantle with his Grammys and Emmys and all that other stuff he probably got. Moving on, rest in peace to Paul Mooney, comedian Paul Mooney. If you don't, I don't know where this generation, if you're not like a huge comedian fan like we are, like we're we're big fans of comedy, you and I. So we know a lot of the guys that people don't know. Paul Mooney 
is from way back. He used to write for Richard Pryor. Uh, he, I mean, he, he goes back to the 70s, man. He passed away. Didn't write right. Huh? I, I did some research. <laughs> okay. He, there were some lines that him and Richard talked about. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, they used to be, I mean, back in the 70s, they used to just yeah. go smoke cigarettes and do cocaine and just make jokes back and forth. And then he would just, you know, that's how, that's how it was back then. He that, passed that, away, so I'm not going to talk about what I found out about him, but yeah. Yeah, but Paul Mooney, a longtime champion of black people and a longtime irritant of white people. <laughs> uh, 79, he passed away of a heart attack. AKA Negrodamus. That's how you guys will remember from Chappelle's show. He was Negrodamus. He's definitely a trailblazer for speaking about, you know, like just as far as you know, racial issues and things like that. And not and not caring or being censored. Yeah, absolutely. Respect, absolutely. respect for that. Respect for Paul Mooney. Uh, moving on to politics and uh, world news. This situation in Israel and Palestine and Gaza and the violence that's going on over there is really sad. Mm-hmm. I want to go out on the record right now and say that the this is a this is a problem, not maybe not this specific problem, but this is a war that's been going on for a long time. It's geographic based and religious based. So it's been this goes all the way back to like when Jesus was there. Um and it's like it's just really crazy to think that we live in a country that has for a long time been funding and still is funding this genocide in this in this like what they're doing out there. It's like it, 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 they're just blowing up innocent people out there, just destroying a whole country, you know, off of like, you know. It, it, they, they'll bring up a lot of different things. They'll say it's all tactical and they'll bring up a bunch of things as to reasons to say why Israel this is goes all, way, this goes all the way back to this goes all the way back to just spiritual. Yeah. And there is context to it, but there's just a deep seated hate that between those two countries, it go Palestine exists because of the conflict that's been going on there for like, literally hundreds of years. And that's why Palestine exists, so that those people can carry out their religious beliefs and, and, and peace. Since, since Jesus, since Jesus was sacrificed, yeah, um, since he was, you know, murdered uh, by by those. Um, there's been problems there. Yeah, and, 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 and it doesn't seem like it's going. It's it's going to end soon. Again, I want to go. I, I, not again, but I want to go on the record and say, like, I just think this. It's disgusting that we as a country are are so directly connected to this and it's really sad to see that the u.s is uh you know not doing anything to seize the fire or or, i mean i'm not saying to say not doing anything because i'm sure they are but they're not doing anything they're doing much to slow this thing down and i and i do believe because people are using this as an opportunity to shit on Joe Biden, and I and I and I and I think it's a, a fair a own opportunity. But I think that we were going down this road, no matter what. Yeah, it no happened. Who was the president? Yeah, it happened. It was gonna go. Yeah, this is what was gonna happen. So before that, but as of a couple of days ago, there was um a, a stop. They um worked some. I don't want to call it a treaty, but there was agree agreement to. I guess they're gonna talk. And it looks like there's going to be a treaty between the both. 
They need to work it out, man, because it's a shame that how many innocent people are dying. Yeah, man, just imagine, like, we're doing a podcast and a bomb just hits, you know. Yo, exactly. Like, right now, like, just a bomb just drop outside. Like, that's just crazy. Those are are the freedoms that we are afforded as Americans, so I don't take them for granted. But I wish that that was just, like, a world thing that everybody was just like, hey, let's not fucking blow each other up. No, let's, I mean, anytime war happens, we went through it when it was war. Yeah. In the war, and they used our our soils for the war. Yeah. So it happens during war, you know. Um, and the only people, the only people that really, you that's know, all that makes America a world power. The only thing that makes us a world power is that the wars aren't fought on our soil. Yeah. It's been hundreds, two two hundred years. This is happening. Two hundred years since we fought war on this soil. Yeah. You know, we don't we and now and now it's against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, so. There's, there's that, man. I just hope that that, um, you know, if it, I, I didn't hear what you just said about it being peaceful or at least at peace for the moment. So I hope that we could at least stay there for the foreseeable future, and uh, hopefully they can work out something permanent to uh, move forward in that area. And hopefully, you know, the Palestinians can get back up on their feet and rebuild their country and their cities that have just been destroyed and ravaged. Um, hey. We back outside, Jamel. The restrictions have been lifted. The masks are off in Connecticut. Everybody's outside. I drove down Mill Plain Road, and boy, it was, everybody's outside. And uh, yo, it was nice. These these companies, uh, businesses all got the outdoor patios, and now they're there. You know, you now you everybody's outdoor dining. If you didn't have it before, now you got it. It actually worked out. It worked out, and now everybody is starting to feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. Hey, you guys, everybody, you guys keep getting vaccinated. Northeast is the, the Northeast is the number one leading uh, for safest place. Uh, 70% of the people have yeah. been either That's why all the, all the freaking houses are getting bought up. That's why it's such a difficult time for me to buy a freaking house. Because <laughs> all the houses are getting bought up because all these people are trying to get up here and live up here. Yeah. I want a reverse effect of that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that yeah that that's really good stuff. Uh, the restrictions are up. People, uh, our vaccination numbers are also really good too. And then, uh, I, I, where do I see it? I'm gonna go on Twitter for it. Uh, and our numbers, Fox sixty one reported this. Uh, we were seventy percent. Oh, listen, the positivity rate is at uh, this is as of May twentieth, so mm-hmm. last week. Uh, the positivity rate is at zero point nine three percent. We've had uh, 22,265 tests performed. Those are COVID tests. 206 positives. This is calendar year, I believe. Uh, 141 hospitalizations and just four uh, four fatalities, four deaths due to COVID. That's out of 22,000. I think we're in the clear. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I just hope it's that nothing. clear, but it's, it's a little bit better. Yeah, but I just hope nothing like this ever happens again. Because this world can't withstand another thing like that. Again, we can't. We can't. We just saw how close it can be to the end. (laughs) We got real close right there. So I'm talking all out. Think about the last 360. I mean, the George Floyd murder was a a year ago. I believe today. Or no. It was in May. I forget which day that actually happened. It was like May 20 something of last year. So it's been a year. Think about everything that's happened since then. All the protests, 
all the everything, all, all the violence, all the mass shootings, the shutdown of the country, they the election happened. They freaking stormed the Capitol for Christ's sake. I mean, they, they, all the stuff that fell off from that. Uh, I mean, just everything. There's so much that's happened. So much has happened. I just don't. We can't do it again. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Moving on. Uh, sports, man. Yeah, there's nothing else to be talking about right now but the NBA playoffs. We talked about the Knicks before. Your Lakers took a loss. The Clippers took a loss. The Jazz lost their first round game. The overall number one seed lost to the lowest seed, the Grizzlies from Memphis, who just barely got into this party. But they're playing hot. They It's because they came all the way from the ninth seed. They had to play basically two elimination games just to get here. So they've been playing game sevens. They, they came in hot, ready for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. John Morant looking good too. Uh, yeah, man. Yo, what do you think about these award nominations, yo? Coach Looks of the year, uh, Monty Williams, Tibbs, and these guys. What do you think about you know Julius Randle for most improved player or Jordan Clarkson for uh, six man of the year, Derrick Rose? What do you Jordan think? Clarkson definitely six man. Definitely right. I I like D- what D Rose did important, but I feel like Jordan nah, Clarkson just George- too good, yo. He was so good. This year. Clarkson is putting up twenty points a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, he's doing he's his thing. Balling. balling. You wouldn't even think you wouldn't even think he's coming out the bench. It's well, crazy. You, if you look at his numbers, you would think he was a starter. He's got better yeah. numbers than a lot of starting too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. He got a lot of he got better numbers than the third options on teams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, I think for the most part, they're okay. I'm I'm not that big with awards because awards are all messed up. Like to me, Julius Randle, Stephen Curry's not an MVP in the top five. No, but why do you say that? Julius Randle should be an MVP. I feel, uh, yo, like as if you're talking about value, right? You're talking about value for a team. Julius Randle should be top five. Yeah, but I also yeah. think if you're talking about value, you can mention Steph because look, look at that roster. Bro. No, no, no. no. You, is that roster is not good anywhere near no, the playoffs? No, I disagree. The roster is good. They have a good roster. Yeah, but why did they play good? But they didn't play good with Steph neither. <laughs> you know, so. They didn't play good around Steph, but Steph, if, like, yo, if a dude's giving you 37, you should be able to handle business from there. Listen, the same, their record was about the same when he wasn't there and when he was there. It was about the same. It was, there was not much difference. I'm, I do think Steph should be an MVP discussion, not in the top five, maybe the top 10, but yeah. not in the top five. Top five, Julius Randle should be in there. Uh, Luca should be in there. Um, yeah. Can't count LeBron, even though he should be in there because he missed too many games. Yeah, value, but yeah, Joel and B. Jokic, Jokic, Jokic is probably gonna win it. Jokic, he's he gonna win it. They had Chris Paul in there. I love Chris Paul. But I he, like his value too. He has value, but I wouldn't have him in top five. He wouldn't. Be yeah, but five. you see what just his presence did for that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wholeheartedly agree, but not top five. Winner. Yeah, I, that's why. Yo, I, 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 Rachel Nichols from ESPN. She advocates for this as well, and I do too. I think they should have two separate awards. One, a most outstanding player that you give to, like, a Giannis, who's having, like, a bigger year than either year that he just back-to-back MVPs. I don't understand. For most outstanding player. and then you Or or Steph for most outstanding player. But when you talk about value, like, yo, LeBron's sitting on five MVPs right now. You want to know why he's sitting on that five? Because Jordan has six. And and and, and they don't want him to tie with Jordan. I, I want to say that because they like LeBron more than Jordan now. Same with Kobe. Oh, Kobe only no. has one league MVP. That's crazy. Like, but they didn't like Kobe. I mm-hmm. know. And the media votes on this award. So you see what happens when you're not liked, you're not getting those awards. Because Kobe so, should at least have three to four. Kobe should have four at least. 
So no, definitely I'll, the two that Steve Nash stole from him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like, come on, dude. The dude was averaging crazy. Even the year when Dirk won after that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, LeBron didn't – I believe I believe there's one or two years that LeBron didn't, shouldn't have got MVP. But there's definitely two or three years where LeBron got robbed from MVP. Absolutely. Um, but that's why I don't I don't care about MVP too much anymore, man. That's like, it. I haven't cared about it before Kobe, to be honest. Um, I realized I'm like, yo, and there was a year that Shaq should have got the MVP and he didn't get it. I think Shaq yeah. only has MVP. He one has one or two. We have one, one, two. Yeah, I think it was in 2000 he won it. Yeah, like yeah. what? So, <laughs> so like crazy. for and me, the most MVP dominant big man of the of the yeah. 90s. Yeah, like me, MVP. I don't go off of MVPs anymore, man. Right. Like I realize, like they don't mean they don't mean that because the right people don't get picked. The right people don't vote for it. They need to take this vote out of the hands of media members yeah. who are like who are mere mortals and just normal humans who will vote on a like on something like that, like like how their person, like how a person is. Like you shouldn't vote on on like whether or not Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens should get into the Hall of Fame. Because you don't like them, because one time you gave an interview and, they, and you asked a stupid ass question and they gave you an answer that you didn't like, so you're mm-hmm. gonna keep him out of the hall of fame off your vote forever. Like, that's stupid. They try to hide behind, they try to hide behind steroids, like he wasn't one of the best baseball players with or without a needle. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Same yeah. with LeBron James, like, yo, you act like this dude is not the best player in the NBA every single season for the last 11 seasons minimum. Minimum. We could even go to the last 13 seasons if we really wanted to. I won't go that far. Since but, year but, four, that dude been the baddest dude on the planet Earth. I, I don't agree, but he's definitely been the top player in the league. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, not that. Nah, he's not, not, not his fourth year in the league. In um, my but, that's fine. That's fine. You know, Um, but yeah, these people shouldn't be voting because at the end of the day, and I, I said this in my post earlier, and it's along with Kwame Brown. There's a machine. And that's why I keep telling people, even it has even do with LeBron. The machine is going to back their product because overall, while these people are getting paid millions, the people that are really getting paid the billions are the ones that they only care about the entertainment you're getting because it fills their power, it fills their or money, pockets. Yep. and it fills their pockets. Yep. That's what they care about. So I'm sorry. I feel, I believe LeBron gets protect, protected. For example, he—I'm happy because he's on my Lakers. He should have been sitting 14, 14 uh, days for breaking protocol like everybody else. How did he do it? But but he didn't. What protocol did he break? He was out. He was out partying. He broke. He broke COVID protocol. Do they still have that though? He's probably yeah. vaccinated by yeah, now. He's he still have it. Richard Collar just got suspended not too long ago. Um, so. Yeah, but he's LeBron James. It, that's my point. So that's why Kobe probably they couldn't even touch him. He's not even human. But that's why made of human parts. Like I said, like I said, the narrative and the majority goes a long way, and you will get the extra MVPs or the, or say yeah. extra media to say why this person is the best. And these people are voting off of what feels because a lot of these people get paid off of the ESPNs and, and the, uh, the NBA, NBA's, NFL's, MLB's, they get paid off of that. Yeah. Um, so they're voting to keep their jobs. They're voting to put money in their jobs or people's pockets. Um, and that just feels power and money. So I can, I can, I can feel that. I can yeah. feel that. So, you know, they, but they shouldn't be voting. You know, they shouldn't they be voting. Because you're not voting off of just sheer 
facts and no biases. You're 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 biasly voting. Absolutely. Um, more than half of these guys are biased. I, I, I remember one the, the year that the first year that Giannis won it when James Harden should have won it. Uh-huh. One journalist said, "I don't believe James Harden should have got it because I don't think his defense." No, he said something crazy with, regarding defense, and he led the league in steals. Yeah, I'm just like, what? No, because you, is, yeah, you have, is, is not as bad as a defender as they make him out to be. But make. they make him out to be that way, and yeah. so these analysts are going to do it because it drives a yeah, narrative that the helps narrative. the story. It helps the I agree. story. I agree. A lot of, there's a lot of them, in, in, especially on Fox Sports or ESPN, that are guilty of exactly that. Yeah. There's it, a drives, lot of, it drives the story. Yeah, they it create. They, they, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're narrative creative machines over there. Like, there will be something like Stephen A does it all the time. He, all the there, time. There I will be something that doesn't even exist that he'll make exist. Like Kevin Durant even called him out for it. Like, yeah. yo, bro, we never even talked about that. And you're yeah. like, I spoke with Kevin Durant and he told me, like, yo, you can't just say that. It didn't how, even go. How could they, you just say that? Yo, they be choosing MVPs with two, three weeks into the season. How? They're like, oh, the Kevin Durant after scoring 20, he's an MVP candidate. I'm like, dang. He played like three games. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts, it's man. It's nuts. All right. Uh, one more thing. Happy birthday. Uh, last week, uh, May 21st, to the, no, the late, great, notorious B.I.G., he would have been 49 years old. That is crazy to think. He died when he was 24. He would have been 49 on May 21st. Truly something. Truly something. Uh, last thing, what to watch. I'm saying without remorse. It's an Amazon Prime video. Michael B. Jordan, action pack, lots of guns, lots of blood, lots of fighting. I like it. It's He is, he is rolling through this film, Michael B. Jordan, I mean, with no, just looking for vengeance without remorse. That is the whole point of it. You got to watch it to see. It's a really good movie. It was about, about two hours long. I watched it, you know, laying in bed, and it was really, really good. I I really enjoyed it. So check that out. Again, that's on Amazon Prime Video. If you don't got a Prime account, then I don't know how. <laughs> Amazon, shoot the bag. Uh, moving on. Let's. Uh, Netflix too. I think it's on Netflix too. Is it? Is no, I don't think so. No, oh, okay. No, I, thought uh, I, saw it on yeah, I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, there's a different thing on Netflix that I was thinking about doing for what to watch, but nah, I decided not to. But uh, yeah, let's get it to stay woke, man. Let's do it. Stay woke. smooth sounds of young Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. He is a great artist, so we want to make sure we give him a shout because we're using his record and he doesn't take it off YouTube. Uh, Ballots. We were talking about the Kwame Brown incident before. Jamel, I want to allow you to take the the table because you had a lot of things pre-show to say about this about balance and how we need to balance out our uh, mainly the narratives what we were just talking about recently but we need to balance out a lot of things when it comes to how we deal with each other but i want you 
to make your point and, and kind of elaborate more on what you meant when you brought up balance and you decided that that would be the topic of today's Stay Woke. Jamel, go on. Yeah, so we're just going to piggyback a little bit off of, um, um, you know, the Kwame Brown, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes, the Stephen A. Smith, and whoever else, you know, said something about Kwame Brown. And one of the, the words that is used is um, uh, that they use for him to describe him was a bust, right? Right. And, and a lot of people equate that word bust to being like a bum. So for fans, Caesars, you're like, you're a bust, you're a bum. And and these these men, you know, like Russell Westbrook, Kwame Brown, like, yo, I made millions of dollars. I was able to, as a as an 18-year-old kid, put my mom on a golf course and, and, a, and a million dollar or a nice home and, um, you know, provide for my family. Um, so I'm not a bum, I'm not a bust. Like, what makes you think I'm a bust? So a lot of people uh, in the league have an issue with this word. Um, and I feel that they're, you know, we're missing as our society, you know, that, that the way that this is transpiring, um, how things are getting out of hand and talking about doing this to each other and doing that to each other. Um, you know, not only are we talking about our own community doing this to each other. So, you know, we're already got enough people that we're fighting. Um, we're also doing it to ourselves. Um, but I feel that, you know, I, I, I'm okay with people being, you know, sensitive. Um, and we have to respect that and you know, try, do the best we can not to offend people, but nobody's perfect in life. And so we have to respect and under, try to understand where somebody's coming from before we take everything so personal. And, and I'll raise my hand because I'll be good to that because I do that sometimes too. Um, you know, I'm not perfect. But with balance, when you have balance you can avoid a lot of situations. So in this case, for, for, for example, you know, they're talking about, you know, bus and he, Kwame Brown doesn't like it. Kwame Brown hasn't said in 12, 12 plus years about how everybody keeps belittling him about him being a bus. 12 plus years in the NBA. Yeah. Dude, what are, I looked up the, uh, oh, damn, I lost it. The average length of an NBA career. Four years. Right? Yeah, it's like four years. Yeah, hold on. Let me just, I, I, I accidentally deleted it. You get a you get a veteran contract, I think, after four years. So that's how that's how that's how much that shows you how much. Yeah, four point eight years. Yeah, that, that shows you how long. And this guy played three what? times that. Yeah, yeah. So three times that. So and this is what I would say. I'm not defending anybody's size necessarily because ultimately I'm kind of lying a little bit more with Kwame Brown. Um, but when. Some like when Stephen A. Smith or, or at times or, you know, these guys other, you know, all from all the smoke, when they're saying he's a bust, they're kind of talking in the context of the game, not outside basketball. They're talking about within the, the context, the construct of basketball. Right. And it's not it's not nothing more than just basketball. And I think sometimes, you know, um, it's taken out of context. And 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 like this, and so now we're losing the balance. So now, when when analysts and the people that are doing sports that are keeping it in basketball say this, the people are taking it personal. They're taking offense to it, and they're they're making that connection to being a bum when they when they when they gain so much in their lives. And so we kind of lose balance, yeah. right? And that's that appears to be what a lot of the back and forth between them is. There's no balance there. And so we can equate that to certain situations, you know, in our lives where we're kind of losing balance. It, it may be something at work where, 
you know, you feel a coworker or a boss is doing something and we're taking it personal um, and we don't know, you know? And so because you're taking it personal and, and it's not within the, it's, you're taking it without the con without, you know, taking it out of the context of being just a work thing. And, you know, so now you're feeling away and it just messes up the dynamic, whether it's a relationship, um, a business, a professional or, or a friendly relationship, it kind of interferes that balance, when that balance is off, it interferes with how things are going to go forward. Is it going to go accordingly? Is it going to go peacefully? Or is there going to be distance? Or is it going to be negativity? And sure. I think it's important in our society where we have to have more balance and, uh, you know, more balance in our lives and more balance with our perspectives. Um, we, you know, one of, like things, that. one of the things we talked about earlier before we started the show was, you know, comedians, you know, I feel there are comedians that can go overboard, but for the most part, they kind of should have the freedom to write about in a respectful way do, and do their craft. Sometimes in a disrespectful way, though, yo, because it, 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 it happens. It's like yeah. the comedians make their living like dudes like Paul Mooney. Like, again, we, it's, it's, it's funny we bring that up because he was a guy who told that line. Paul Mooney was not a man who didn't have any white people around or any white people helped him get where he got in his career. He obviously had people that just understood the comedy and, and, the, and the comedic aspect and bringing up the stereotypes that we all bring up. Some stereotypes are true, and that's why we can laugh at them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, 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 to that sense, like there, people get a little bit too sensitive about that stuff, and I think that we've gotten there already. You know, we're trying to cancel comedians like that's kind of their job. Yeah. Like th this cancellation, this cancel culture. I hate it. Oh, there's no balance. Yeah. It's either here or here. Zero to 100 real quick. It's like, yo, you do one thing or they found out you did or said one thing. Yeah. However long ago, it could be five minutes ago or 50 years yeah. ago. Either They'll cancel you. Or here. It's never here. You know, yeah. and, and you get if, canceled. You get and canceled. you know what it is, though? It's like, yo, to, to speak to that balance as well. Like, yo. How y'all got to look at yourselves in the mirror and say, like, am I living this perfect life to be judging people this way, to be canceling people for doing something like people think just like, oh, I would never do that. Yeah. Like when they cancel a person. And the only way, the only reason I don't want to get off topic, you know, but again, you know, this is controlled chaos is chaos. As, you know, <laughs> always. I don't want to get off topic, but the reason why you guys get to cancel that cancel those people sometimes. Because the people behind it only care about money and power. Period. That's why you guys get it canceled. Because they care about money and power. Because that, yo, like a major advertising company or, you know, like Coca-Cola or Nike is not going to cancel Tiger Woods or, or cut his contract if, he, if they don't believe that fans are going to stop buying Nike because Tiger Woods is an adulterer. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because he cheated on his wife. If we go back in the days where dudes were cheating on their wives and it didn't matter, like, whatever, and, and dudes didn't lose advertising. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain openly said that he was smashing, like, 20,000 chicks. 20,000 plus. You know, 20,000 plus chicks, and he had mad endorsements. Mm -hmm. Like, a total womanizer. Total mm -hmm. womanizer in every sense of the world today. Like, they would cancel the shit out of Wilt Chamberlain today because he, uh, you know, he caught catching so many bodies. He was maybe saying yeah. crazy stuff about him th today, but then... You know, I mean, it, it, you could you could listen as a whole bunch of things. You could say it's we've progressed as people. Yeah. Um, yeah. We know our society, more the morality of our society uh, today is different than it was yesterday. Say whatever you want. 
And there, there, there are some things that do deserve to get canceled, or some things like absolutely. Me, I'm not even advocating for that. Like Me too movements that are that are, that are valid. Yeah, there are valid cancellations. Yeah, there's so many things that man. Listen, there's no balance, and when you don't have balance, you're not gonna have you're not gonna have you know a society that's gonna work together. You're not gonna have a society. It's gonna be always gonna be at different odds. Because we're taking things too personal. We're taking an offense to everything. Everything. Where's the balance? You're in a relationship. Is there, is your relationship balanced? Are your are your friends telling you to do something that that you that you don't want to do? You know, even yeah. even even in relationships with friends or, or spouses or whatever, you know, is there a balance in there? Are they taking things too personal? I don't feel like hanging out with I don't feel like you know hanging out with you today. I want to hang out with my man, right? You know. And your friends are going, oh no, no, no. Like, yo, that why y'all taking personal offense to that? What's yeah, wrong, what's wrong with their happiness too? Yeah, like what if what if that person is just happy being with their man tonight? <laughs> they don't or being with their girl or whatever. Yeah. You know, your boy, don't be like your boy is a is a punk. Does he want to chill with his girl tonight instead of go out and get drunk or go and watch yeah. you fail at trying to holler at 20 different chicks? You know, like, and vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah, so, yeah, it works both ways, exactly. Yeah, it, it just has because I've been through that before. Am I yeah, 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 where people, oh, well, he's controlling you. No, she just enjoys being with me. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, and, and, uh -huh. yo, and it's crazy. You could use those type of words to manipulate yeah. a person because nobody wants to be controlled. And then nobody now wants you, to, you but know. But now, now they started a narrative, and the majority were wrong with it. Yeah, you know, and and now you because the balance. Yeah, because they do that because they say that about because their situation is what it is. So now yeah. they think that's the only way that any guys are. He yeah. just trying to control you. I they like, oh, I went through this because what I had. Now every guy gotta be that. You know, yeah. like you know, because it happened to me. Now every guy gotta be that. So now yeah. they're sitting there like, oh yeah, this is what he's doing. And they can tell you off experience. So now they're mad confident and like you manipulate a person like that because they believe you. You yeah. know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, so-and-so went through it. And they, you, yeah, I, I saw that, too. I remember he was doing that. And, you know, you, you could get a person going real yeah. easy yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like, it's like you got to have, you got to have balance and you got to respect each other, man. Um, And, and you got to try to, you know, just be aware and be aware of your own insecurities. And, you know, um, I'm cool being sensitive. So I, 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 you know, I got some sensitivity in me as well. Um, But we got to try to have you know a better balance and not take things so personal all the time like let's let's sit back and relax before we take this up as a personal shot right. or let's let's have balance and not be like you know what i think i can't get this person canceled so i'm gonna do everything i can because i'm mad so i'm gonna get everybody on my side to make this this uh, unbalanced situation and for me you know yeah um, so so and, and but guess what not having that balance isn't gonna help you know, all it's, all it's going to do is just, you know, create, create a worse situation rather than trying to, you know, figure things out together or, or, or you know, talk about or discuss it or figure out how to make it better. You know, if, if, we, if we're taking offense to it um, or we're taking it personal and there's some things that happens that, that, that you that you will. And instead of trying to handle it the right way, handle it the wrong way. Um, it's only going to create more negativity. And it's yeah. only going to create less. Yeah. Going to create less opportunity for it's a snowball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely. So. Facts, man. Yo, yeah. that was a great point, man. Great topic. I loved it. Uh, I loved the, the conversation. I'm sure that we'll get a lot of uh, 
interaction on this topic too. So I'm sure everybody's gone through it, man. But yeah, that is it. That is it. That's all we got today for the Control Chaos Show, episode 80. We are going to be back with our next episode, episode 81, sooner than you would believe it. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, everything. Follow everything. SoundCloud, iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube. We got a little giveaway going on right now. $75 to to a random subscriber. Uh, the next any any random subscriber that we select randomly in the next 250 subscribers. So tell your friends about it. Get everybody to action. Try to get this bread. We giving away money. Give away money. Give away money. Then listen, it's only gonna go up the more subscribers we yeah. get. So, so you might as well just go down. Yeah. Even if you you know what I mean. You, you, even if look at it this way. If you just that one, we're trying to get 250. We're gonna we're it's gonna go. It's a limited time only. Yeah. So if you're that one subscriber, you're gonna get 75 dollars. So. You might as well just do it. Maybe don't tell your friends about it. <laughs> I'm just playing. Know, tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends. Play fair. Play fair, y'all. Yeah. But that's it for the Control Chaos Show today, man. Hit us on YouTube. You'll see this video. Uh, you'll catch, we'll catch us. We'll have clips of the rest of the show coming out all week, too. Uh, and yeah, man, that's it. Jamel, take us out. Pray for me. Father God, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for this night whenever you listen to this. Father God, I say just uh, continue to do what you need to do, Father God. I say you just comfort those that need comfort, Father God. Um, I say you just give us, help us in the society with balance, Father God. I know that's what you're trying to do. I know that, you know, um, you're doing the best, you, you're doing the best what you're allowing to be done, Father God, because you are powerful. You can do anything you want. Um, so actually just help us to, you know, get the balance that you need us, that you need us to do. Please work in all of us, Father God. Um, um, uh, you know, we love you. Um, we actually just be with those that, that, that need it. And those, even those that don't feel that they need it, Father God. Um, help everybody to get this balance in their relationships um, and in their professions um, with each other, um, balance um, in any disagreements or arguments, Father God, um, anything. So uh, thank you so much. Um, you know, I love you. Um, help me be a better me and, and what you need me to be, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Once again, Control Chaos Show, episode 80. That is it. I am Cash Walking. That is Jamel the Man Farmer. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on everything else. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.